Welcome to this week's episode of All Day Tea Party. I'm your host, Zenobia Goodman, and here we're going to figure out life together, ask the big questions, and learn more about ourselves every day while making sure not to take ourselves too seriously while doing it. (laughs) All right, so it is a new week. As I'm recording this, it is currently November 6th, 2023. Very exciting times. So let's go over a little bit of housekeeping before we get into things. Number one, just going to plug the Google Forms again. Feel free to fill those out. If you would like to, make sure to like and download the episodes, the usual. Um, Also, more Instagram Reels and potentially TikToks are coming soon, so keep an eye out for that. Very, very exciting. All right, so another week, another podcast episode. So I'm just going to plug the Google Forms again. Again, suggestion form. You guys have already given me really great feedback. I love it. I appreciate it. Thank you. And then um, you're going to have an opportunity to fill out your own little court is in session if you would like. So those are in the link tree, which is linked into the bio of the Instagram at adtp.pod. And that's that. Also, expect more Instagram Reels and potentially TikToks coming soon, so just keep an eye out on that. Again, I usually try to keep the Instagram as up-to-date as possible, so just look there for all updates concerning the pod. All right, so that's kind of it for housekeeping. Um, Yeah, we're kind of in a groove. I'm really excited that we're doing this. Yeah, we're in a bit of a groove. Housekeeping stuff is kind of over. It's just, it's all pod now, so I love that for us. So let's go over this week's agenda, just in case you want to skip around. I am going to have like the timestamps in the show notes. I usually try to always have them in there. If I forget them, sorry, but I usually try to always have them in there if y'all want to skip around. First up, we're going to have weekly updates. Then we're going to do a court is in session. We're going to dive into today's episode, which I'm really excited to do. It's a little bit of a vulnerable topic, but I just think it's necessary. I'm super, super excited to be going over this with you guys. Next, we're going to do I'm Rattled, and then that's it. So we're going to hit the road. So let's get into it. All right, so weekly updates. So the last time we chit-chatted, it was Halloween weekend. So I ended up going to my friend's Halloween party very fun. Honestly, I don't know what it is about Halloween, but like the air is always weird. Like I also think there was a full moon at the same time as well. So I do think that might have had something to do with that. Not going to lie. But overall, really fun time. If I either haven't told you or you didn't see it on my personal Instagram, I did the Devil Wears Prada, which I'm actually super proud of. I did the little, like I made a little t-shirt and then I got little devil ears and kind of committed to the fit. Like I liked it. It was comfy. I didn't really have to like worry about it. So yeah, I totally DIY'd the shirt, which was kind of a bit of a mess. Like I went to finish the rest of my Halloween costume and I was thinking, okay, like just transfer paper. Like I can just iron it on. Realized I went and did it wrong and I forgot, like I printed on actual like paper paper instead of printing on the transfer paper. So I'm like, oh boy, like at this point I have... I'm supposed to be heading to the pregame in less than an hour. So I'm like, oh gosh, okay. So then I call the UPS store and I'm like, hey, are you guys open until seven? They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, you guys can print on like paper that is not regular paper, like transfer paper. They were like, yeah, no worries. I pull up to this, not CVS, <laughs> I go to the UPS store and they're closed. It's 6.35 and I'm like, oh man, oh man. 
mind you, traffic is just insane for no reason. So then I'm like, okay, think fast. And then I'm Google, like literally sitting in the parking lot, like Googling and DIYing, like how to transfer things onto paper without any like um, transfer paper. So I find this um, website and it's telling me, and I'm going to like just break this down for you guys, just in case nobody else knows how to do this because I didn't know how to do this. So it's like you need saran wrap and you need parchment paper. So I book it to the grocery store. At this point, it's like 6.45, I need to be leaving. And I've just decided, like, you know, I'm going to be at the pregame late. Like, it is what it is. Happens to the best of us. So I um, grab – so I go to the grocery store. I grab these two things. And basically what you have to end up doing is you, like, put Saran Wrap on the bottom, put the picture, whatever you want to transfer, in the middle, Saran Wrap on top, parchment paper on top, iron. And it was actually super easy. I mean, I was just doing it super, super quickly. And so I'm rushing. I'm doing my makeup. Clothes are everywhere. Shoes are everywhere. Of course, I don't. The shoes I wanted to wear, I was like, these are so uncomfortable. I absolutely cannot wear them because I was going to be like walking a bit. And I was like, okay, so got to take those off and change my shoes. And it was a bit of a hot mess express. But I made it. And I did it. And I DIY'd it all by myself. And it ended up turning out just fine. You know, it was what it was. Um, yeah, but that, honestly, I can't really blame anybody else but myself for that because I had how long? to put the parchment paper on my Halloween, like put the thingy on my Halloween costume and I chose not to do it. So that's on me, but you know what? It worked itself out because it usually does. And that was that. So that is the whole Halloween costume gate, which was fine. But again, I had a really great time. I got to hang out with my friends, got to see everybody. Everybody looks super, super cute in their costumes. So that was last weekend. This past week, work has been fine. I've just, you know, everything... My life is very uneventful. I'm just going to be so honest with you guys. My life is incredibly uneventful. And that is okay. Like my day to day, I'm like, I do what I need to do. And I come home and I relax and I watch my shows and nobody's bothering me. And I'm not bothering anybody else. And it is just glorious. Like I love my weekdays. I relish my weekdays. I just, oh, they're the best. But This weekend, I also had a super, super good weekend because I went to Princeton to see one of my besties. Um, This friend is like queen of getting me to go places that I never thought I would go. Like after she graduated, because she's a year older than me. So after she graduated, she moved to Iowa. I was in Iowa. Did I ever think in a million years I would go to the state of Iowa? No, but she was there. So I went. And then I went to New Jersey. Again, someplace I like never really thought I would end up going. I was at. So I had a really great time. Um, It's about a five-ish hour drive from Boston. So the drive wasn't too bad. I did have to drive through New York City and I did take a lot, a lot of deep breaths and I got lost a lot of times. But you know what? I made it. Like, you know, I figured it out and I did good, but Princeton was really pretty. It was just fall vibes. I had an amazing bagel, best, best bagel ever. Like it was just delicious. I got um, pork roll, which like I've never, I usually get like ham or bacon, but I was like, I'm going to try something else. And I looked it up and it was like a form of processed meat. Honestly, I would say that like the closest thing that if you don't know what that is, I would say the closest thing that I could describe to it would probably be spam. Like it's, I would say it's in the same family as spam, I would argue. But anyways, it was super yummy, delicious. I got to walk around the campus a lot. Um, Princeton is very much a college town, which is totally fine. Um, I do think the campus was, like, absolutely gorgeous. The architecture, I was just so impressed. Like, I think it might be either prettier or like a very comes very very close to where I went to school which is like a really pretty campus and like 
um, Southern Virginia. So like comes very close to it. But anyways, um, yeah, we went to this little like cow parade. It wasn't really, it was supposed to be like a whole festival parade. It wasn't really a parade. Like the cows kind of walked in a straight line, and, but it was cute. And, you know, we got to see some cows and yeah, I met some of her friends from her program and everybody was super nice. It was a good time. We went to this really cool restaurant. We, I don't know, I would just every time I hang out there, I have the best time and I had a great time again so nothing is new but I went to New Jersey you heard it here first then what else I had taken I took Friday and Monday off of work um I have a bunch of vacation days I need to use one and two you know a girl just needs some mental health days like I need a breather and that's fine I think that's perfectly fine and I think it kind of gave me an opportunity to catch up on things and just take my deep breaths. I have a very bad habit of being like, go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden my body feels like limp and I'm like, I don't know why I can't move. And it's like, because I've been constantly moving and I think my body would like me to stop doing as such. So that's that. Um, but yeah, just like, I think because Thanksgiving is so close, I'm like, my body's like time off work, time off work. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get there, babe. We'll get there. But um, other than that, yeah, that's kind of my vibe. So yeah, that's what I did last week. What I'm looking forward to for this week, this week is I, I'm getting a new bookshelf, which I'm really excited for. It's, it's really cute. It's like one of these like corner shelves, like you get it, like it's from Wayfair, like it's super cute. But um, so I'm getting a new shelf. Uh, right now we're kind of in our like stacks of books around the apartment era and I would like to exit that era with haste so we're exiting shelf is getting delivered we're gonna put it together fantastic so that's what I'm looking forward to this week just very very casual week I I love the peace and quiet I do appreciate the peace and quiet Okay, so we are going to get into the court is in session, and I have two things. One is, like, not really fun, me, at all, <laughs> but it's just something that I've been thinking a lot about, and I think something that I'm just, I've always been very conscious of, so we can talk about that, and the second one is a little bit more lighthearted, so get ready. So, what kind of, like, I want to say got the wheels turning about this is I was scrolling on the interwebs the other day and I see this like cheeky little video and it's this girl that was like oh like I was cooking something for like my boyfriend I think it was her boyfriend or her fiance or somebody somebody like a, a man that was close to her um tonight and I asked him to go get heavy whipping cream from the grocery store and he came back with a can of whipped cream and I don't know about you guys but I think that would have sent me over some sort of edge and everybody, I'm, and I'm reading in the comments, and everybody's just like, oh, haha, so funny, and like providing examples of like, oh, well, my husband did this instead of this, and like, I have to do this, and like, you know, like basically talking about how they have to treat their male partners like children in order to successfully run a household, cook, or whatever it is. And it just like, just reading that, I just thought, it, I was like, this is so ugly. Like, these are grown adult men. Like, and I think that something that really frustrates me, like, I think just, like, as an American society, the whole, like, you know, well-being, like, fun-loving, incompetent man is, like, incompetent husband trope is just so, like, 
played out. Like, I don't find it funny. I don't find it endearing. I don't think it's cute. It will never, ever be funny to me. And I just think that there is just something so sinister about the whole like, oh, I don't know anything. I'm just a silly little caveman. But all of the responsibility falls on my female partner. Like I think I think that's so ugly and it feels like so deeply rooted in other things than I think we would like to think as a society. Like it's not funny. You know what I mean? Because if you really break it down, like these are grown men that have to be babied. And it's it's just ridiculous. And And I just remember kind of growing up and like even seeing now like, you know, women talking about like, oh, you know, my husband's babysitting the kids or like I have to always check on them. And I'm like, this is supposed to be your partner. It's like you have an extra child. And I feel like so often incompetent men are enabled because they're fun and they're sweet and they're just so well-meaning. And I'm like, this is really, really ugly. Like this is not cute. You know what I mean? And like I said, I'm not married. I don't know what I'm talking about. These are just my personal opinions. But to me, an incompetent boyfriend leads to an incompetent husband. A boyfriend that I cannot rely on to do anything leads to a husband that is not going to help me out after I give birth or that's not going to take care of me when I'm sick. Like to me, those things are connected. And I think it's like important to nip that behavior in the bud early. But I think it's also just like, And you know what? Like I said, I'm not married. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know shit about shit. But I think that it's important to pay attention to those things. And like to me, a situation, situations like that are not laughed off to me. Like I don't find them funny. Like I said, I've never found this trope funny. I've never found it endearing. None of the above. Um, A really good TV show I watched that kind of talks about this is called Kevin Can Go F Himself, and it's on AMC+. Um, If you watch Schitt's Creek, Alexis from Schitt's Creek is in it, but it's basically, um, the whole premise of it is like it's a sitcom-like show, and so it has husband that doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground, wife that like gets the... um, house together whatever whatever and it's like your classic sitcom trope like you know everything it's you know it's giving like very everybody loves Raymond like king of king queens or is a king of queens whatever that you know what I mean like that kind of show and then it like halfway through the but like halfway through the episode it flips to her perspective and it's like a darker comedy type thing and like flips to like what her life is like basically catering to this man child and I like watched it and I was like I think this is the most accurate representation of like how I view this behavior in my head and it was really interesting to see it like played out on television and it is on AMC plus I did get a free trial so I watched super super quickly but I felt like that did a really good job at that and all in all I I don't think that like you know And I'm not going to sit here and be like, people should be perfect and like nobody can make mistakes. But I think there comes a point where it's not about making mistakes. It's just purely weaponized incompetence. And I think it's very sinister. I think it's often laughed off. And I think it's really ugly and just puts more of the labor onto women. Obviously, there are a lot of layers to this. And I don't even think that like what I'm saying into my cheeky little microphone right now can even begin to cover like some of the true ramifications of this. However, um, I would totally be open to talking about this more with people. And if 
you know, you feel the same way or you have any comments, please let me know. But that is our um, not so lighthearted court is in session. So I say incompetent men guilty on every single count. Next, we're just going to talk about the states I drove through this weekend. So I drove through Massachusetts, whatever. I already know mass drivers are the worst. Number two, I drove through Connecticut. I knew I was in Connecticut because for some reason, everybody started going the speed limit. Like it was all of a sudden, like, you know, we're going, I'm going with the flow of traffic. And then all of a sudden we're all going 55 and I didn't even have to look up. I was like, oh, I know we're in Connecticut. And literally two minutes later, I see the sign. And I'm like, yes, we are officially in Connecticut. But my gripe is with New Jersey drivers. What is wrong with you guys? New York drivers, I don't really care. I don't have time to unpack the hot mess express that is somebody that is driving through New York City. You know what? Whatever. Fine. But New Jersey, like I felt like I was driving with a purpose. And it's like I'm in the middle lane going 10 over. And I'm still like, it's like I'm still getting you know, I'm getting the glares, I'm getting the aggressive passing. And I'm like, what is going on? What is wrong with you guys? Also, where are you rushing to? You live in New Jersey. It is suburbia. Where are you going? Your local Target? Like, why are you going so fast? Excuse me? And I just also I have a gripe with New Jersey roads. Like, why is the right lane always randomly closing? What is that? Who who planned this? Oh, so New Jersey roads and drivers guilty on all accounts. Thank you. All right. So that was your court is in session. Um, I would love to now that like as I was going through the second point, I was thinking and I was like, I would love to talk about the first point about like weaponizing competence and incompetent men even more. Like there is just a, like a Pandora's box I could open with that topic. So maybe I'll talk about it again. But... In other news, today's episode, we are going to talk about seasonal depression, aka SAD, aka seasonal affective disorder. I thought that it would be a good idea to talk about this because um, daylight savings time just ended, began. I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Whatever. The the clocks just went back an hour. So I thought this would be a good time to talk about it. I kind of felt myself being a little... Um, like I could slowly feel my body kind of like getting tired more. Honestly, after it started getting dark before 6 PM, I was, I was out for the count. Like, you know, I, I threw the towel and I said, take me out, like, mm -mm, like take me off. I'm, I'm over this. So I am kind of feeling it. It is kicking me in the ass, which is okay. It happens. It's important to be honest about it. And I think like as somebody that um, seasonal affective disorder slash seasonal depression affects like pretty aggressively and it always has I mean like for as long as I can remember it always has even when I lived in Virginia like even where the sun shines a lot I was kind of like when it like started to get colder and obviously it's easier there because the sun does shine more but when I lived in upstate New York I just remember being miserable all the time because of the weather and I know exactly what this is I know why I'm feeling this way but it doesn't mean that I'm not feeling this way you know what I mean And as somebody that feels it very aggressively, it has helped me a lot to understand what it is, why we have daylight savings to begin with, and like just how to go through this moving forward. So I'm going to break down this segment for you um, because it's a little bit longer, but we're going to talk about the history of daylight savings, what SAD is, then we're going to talk about 
my relationship with it. We're going to talk about what to do about it. And then we're just going to kind of get into like, well, what if that doesn't work? And we're, yeah, we're just going to have a really open conversation. I'm super excited to talk about it. So let's get into it. Okay. So for me, every single time this time of year comes around, all my brain can think is, why are we even doing this? Like, why do the clocks have to change time? Why is time such a concept? This is super annoying. So I did a little research into why we actually have it to begin with. It was a little interesting. I mean, it doesn't make me feel any better, but it was interesting nonetheless. So I thought I would share it with you guys. So I found out through CBS News and NBC News that, um, which so in 1918, Woodrow Wilson kind of signed this little bill called the Standard Time Act in order to lower energy costs during World War One. So the idea was like less daylight, energy costs are going to be lower. Fine. In 1919, so it was like it was standardized for all the states. In 1919, um, I think there was a little veto moment, and states were given the option of participating or not. So I think that's why a couple states just do not participate in it, to my understanding. And then in 1966, something called the Uniform Time Act was created, and that's what we use today. So that's when we established the fall back in November, swing forward in April, in March. So that's kind of when we established that. So that's the history of daylight savings, which I think kind of helped me understand. And you know what? Fun facts. We, we love a fun fact. So I'm going to link the sources in the show notes so that you guys are able to read the articles and like learn more about the history if you would like. So we're going to talk a little bit about SAD, aka seasonal affective disorder slash seasonal depression. I'm going to be using these three terms interchangeably throughout the episode. Okay, so we're just going to go into a little bit about the definitions and symptoms for seasonal affective disorder. Um, aka sad, aka seasonal depression. I'm going to be using the three of those terms interchangeably, so they are all the same thing to me. Um, Yeah, so I'm just going to be using them in the same way. So according to the Cleveland Clinic, seasonal depression, aka sad, is a type of depression that's typically triggered by changes in seasons, most commonly beginning in late fall. So I mean, for me personally, it started to begin when the sun just started going down, period. Um, also the weather can have impact on it. So there's that. So a couple of symptoms that were found on this website is sadness, anxiety, extreme fatigue, trouble concentrating, irritation, feeling agitated, limbs, arms, and legs, feeling heavy, loss of interest in activities, stuff like that. So again, that's kind of the vibe of, um, what this may look like. And like I said, this is not an exhaustive list of symptoms. So yeah, I mean, use your discernment. If you feel this way, there's probably a reason why. So a couple things that can trigger SAD. So biological clock changes, which I alluded to. So like I said, it's hard basically from my understanding that the science of it is that when there's less sunlight, like your internal clock shifts and that regulates your mood and your hormones and stuff like that. So it's like you feel out of step with your daily schedule, which makes sense because time is literally changing. So um, it could literally be a lack of serotonin, so a brain chemical imbalance and a vitamin D deficiency. And this is something I learned the other day, but the lack of sunlight can actually stimulate the production of melatonin, which causes people to feel sleepier. So there's that. And 
Yeah. So, and me personally, I do like get weird stress and anxiety about the winter. I don't know why it's my least favorite season. I don't like it, but yeah. So winter is always weird for me. So those are definitions just so we have all of that in order. And I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about me and my relationship with that. Okay. When I tell you guys like the second the sun starts to go down sooner, like I am down bad. So for those of you that don't know this, I um, used to live in upstate New York, which is a very similar climate to Boston, just the Northeast vibes. And I just remember always being so miserable during the winter. And in hindsight, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what that was. That was a form of seasonal depression. But now as an adult, I'm like aware more of it. And even when I was in college, like in Virginia, where it was sunnier, you know, I would still kind of feel a type of way, but it wasn't nearly as bad because the sun actually shines there. But last year when I was in Boston, guys, it was horrible. I mean, I counted one time and we went 10 days without the sun shining. I thought my body was going to give out. There were times where like, I remember there was this one time where I felt ill. Like I made a doctor's appointment because I was like, there is something wrong with me. Like my body feels like ill and I you know talk to my doctor I tell her all my symptoms and she's like you have a vitamin d deficiency and I was like oh my god so for me when I am feeling sad slash seasonal depression I like it hits me like a truck guys like it's horrible and I feel this need to hibernate like that's exactly what my mind and my body are telling me to do and again like my biological clock is telling me so like it feels as if I just need to be in my little cocoon and my just like reading my book in my room just with my weighted blanket living my life because it just it's awful I tend to really isolate I tend to always really be just grumpy like I'm overall I'm not a grumpy person like I would not describe myself as grumpy but a big part of this is like I just I get so grumpy I don't really want to hang out with anybody like that's my vibe I'm tired all the time like I mean I'm sleeping eight hours and wanting to take a two-hour nap in the middle of the day like it's horrible and it's just it's a sluggish energy around life and it honestly like it makes life harder like it sucks like you know getting out of bed in the morning is hard and motivating myself to see my friends or even texting people and like calling people like it is difficult like you have very like me personally like I have very little interest in doing other things and it's hard and sometimes like I can be very judgmental to myself and be like yeah like you're such a weenie like look at everybody else going out there and like still hanging out with people and still doing all this stuff and it's like my body physically can't like you know what I mean and it's like I just feel so so exhausted all the time and it's always like oh I need a nap I need a nap I need a nap and normally I would consider myself a pretty sleepy person to begin with like I nap all times a year so like for me to be like oh like the way I nap now is like not good that means it's quite bad like your girl is down bad these days and I also I think of myself as like 
a very like summer person. Summer is my season. I look the best in summer. I feel the best in summer. It's actually like I even had a coworker mention and be like, you strike me as somebody that's like a total summer person. And I was like, girl, because I am. Like that is my season. I I don't really like fall, you know? It's it's not my vibe. I don't like pumpkin spice. I like pumpkin bread. So it's like I definitely don't like peppermint. So it's like all and I like Thanksgiving, but I'm not a super big fan of like any of the other holidays. So it's like all of these like fun little things that like people look forward to during this time. I'm kinda like I feel like indifferent to so I'm just kind of like meh and then if we when once we get into like January February like that is just it's a wasteland like I it's so horrible January and February so knowing this about myself and knowing what I know about myself this year I tried to get ahead of it and I started taking my vitamin d supplement about two months ago and then I talked to my psychiatrist about it and we made some adjustments so we have done some things to try to be proactive. And honestly, I would recommend this to everybody, especially if you live in the Northeast, like go take a vitamin D supplement. I think it's like 5,000 units or something like that. Yeah, you can get it from CVS. They're usually having sales on all those vitamins. So go get a vitamin D supplement. I promise you, even if you feel like slightly better, like it's good to have one. And so I take my vitamin D supplement. I make sure to take my multivitamin. So, you know, I may want to hibernate, but at least I'm healthy is just kind of the vibe that I'm going for. So, and I kind of alluded to this earlier is like, I really do like, I kind of beat myself up over like not having the energy I used to like, you know, during the summer and like not being able to do all the things I used to do. And if you do the same thing and it's like you're watching everybody else do every other thing and you being like, I can't really handle this right now, like you have to give yourself grace. I mean it. I mean it right now. Like you have to be patient with yourself. You're not going to get through it and you're not going to get through life by being mean to yourself. I don't care if you think it's worked. I don't care if you think it's productive. You're not going to get by being mean to yourself. And in this case, like, you need to be gentle with yourself. Like, you have to give yourself grace. And something that my therapist pointed out to me that I thought was just very wise is when I was talking about, like, you know, kind of wanting to, like, be in my little cocoon and, like, all this other stuff. And she was like, well, other animals hibernate. Like, all the other animals do. And I was like, you know what? You're so right. Like, we are just, like, living beings as well, and we need to give ourselves that grace. And for me, the important thing is not sitting and wallowing while I'm hibernating. Because leave it to me, I will be in bed for days and come up for food and to take showers. And I will go right back to my little dungeon because I love my room and it's comfortable and I love my weighted blanket. But I have to be disciplined enough to be like, no, at the end of the day, this isn't going to help me. So for me right now, I think curating a comfortable space is my focus and I think can be really, really helpful, especially now that I'm going to be inside more. So some ways that I do that, they think are really health helpful and that I just want to share with you guys is I have comfy lounge clothes and I invest in my loungewear. Like I'm not talking like, you know, your PJs, like, no, you need to have separate loungewear. Like, you know, like your comfy sweats, like your matching sets, like stuff like that. I invest in those. I try to wear them when I work from home. Like, just wear them around the house so that kind of forces me to shower change and get into something comfortable I 
have brought out the fuzzy socks. So I've been wearing those, like just having things around me that make me feel comfortable, like, you know, getting a new shelf because I think it would really, you know, make my space kind of come together more. I feel like I, you know, lighting candles, like making food that I really like, like there, if I'm going, and I think I've kind of dedicated myself to the idea that like, if I'm going to be sitting in this space, you know, for a long time, aka the space in question is my apartment. Like if I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to be comfortable and I'm going to do the best I can to make this a comfortable and inviting and a safe space. And it's going to be in, I don't know, it's, it's going to be a good space to be in. Like it's not going to be a space to wallow. It's going to be a place of peace and tranquility. And that's that. So after your loungewear, your fuzzy socks, cooking your favorite meals, safe spaces, um, stuff like that, I think it's super important to, and something that I definitely want to do this upcoming winter moment is I want to make sure to invite my friends into the space in question. You know, like invite people over for whether it's drinks or watching a movie or stuff like that because I mean, for me, it's very easy for me to like, and I've said this before, like in this episode, like it's very easy for me to be like in my little cocoon and I'll come out in April when it gets above 65 degrees. Like you'll see me then, but it's just about making conscious efforts not to do that and being patient with yourself. So making sure to invite like positive energy in your space, whether that be your friends, like your partner, like you know, your family, whatever it is, like, make sure to always, like, have that good energy in the space and leave the rest at the door. You know what I mean? So I, and I've talked about this in the last episode, like, being very careful about the energy you bring in your space. And for me, that's super, super important during this time of year because I already feel a type of way. And I already feel, like, that extra, like, seasonal depression and that extra sadness. So it's super, super important to me to protect my space, like protect your space, protect your peace. Like I think a lot of the times we talk about like protecting our peace and like blocking things out like mentally. But I think especially in this time of year where we spend so much time in our space because of the weather, it is so important to protect your space. So those are little things that like I do to, um, kind of just you know feel better I think something that I'm going to look into is having a little mindless hobby I have tried knitting and crocheting and I hate it and I don't want to do it so before anybody recommends that the answer is already no but I feel like so often like I'm so used to having eight million devices around me that even when I sit down and watch a tv show like I'm still on my phone and it's like that overstimulation just is not really good for me when I'm spending so much time like on my devices again because it is cold and there's nothing else I want to do so I definitely am thinking about getting a little paint by numbers moment maybe um yeah so probably get like a little paint by numbers moment something like that in order to keep myself occupied and yeah so those are things that I do and that I think are really important when combating this And then one final thing, and this is, like, kind of a wild card, but, like, I always try to at least step outside the house every day. Like, whether it's, like, walking down the block or, like, walking to move my car. Like, I try at every point to have some sort of 
time spent outside some way, somehow. Um, yeah, even if the sun's not shining, even, like, if you feel like the sky is falling, like, make sure to just at least get a breath of fresh air. And, like, on the days where it's really hard, I just will go stand on my deck. And that's that. And the final thing, and I already alluded to this, is you need to be patient with yourself. And I mean it. Like, you have to. And one thing for me, and I know everybody says, comparison is a thief of joy. And I'm like, shut up. But it is. (laughs) I find myself, like, comparing not myself to other people, but comparing myself to who I am in the summer and being like, see, you used to do this and you used to be able to do this and you used to be out all the time and this, 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 and that. And if you do the same thing, whether it's comparing yourself to your former self or comparing yourself to the people around you, like saying, oh, everybody's doing all these things and like everybody's going out and having fun and like, I just don't have the motivation to do this. Like you, stop it, stop. Like you need to nip that in the bud swiftly and cut it out like now, like no more. (laughs) like no more comparing yourself to what other people are doing and like I said I think what we do for those of us that do need to hibernate and do need some time away what we do during that time is super important and what we do during that time can like we can rebuild ourselves you know what I mean and you can kind of um take that time take that rest get yourself together and then go back a better version of yourself You know, like fill your own cup first is what you're going to do. And I think that's kind of just going to be my motto going into this is like we fill our own cups first and that is that. And it's going to be great. And some days are going to be really hard, but we're focusing on the following. We are going to be in comfortable clothes, in a comfortable space. We're going to protect the energy in our space. It's going to be cozy. We're going to invite people into our space and we're not going to isolate. And when we do feel like that, we are going to make sure we go outside at least a little bit. And we are going to make sure that we're doing mindless activities rather than just sitting on our phones. And we're going to read books and we are going to find things that fill our cup. That is the vibe. And that is how I think together we are going to combat seasonal depression. And as previously stated, like, do not be hard on yourself. Do not compare yourself to people. Give yourself so much grace. Like, you deserve all of the patience and the grace in the world, and you need to be giving that to yourself. So that's that on seasonal depression slash seasonal affective disorder slash sad. Um, Thank you so much for, like, listening to this like you know I sometimes I feel like especially in our society which is like very go 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 it's like it's hard to admit like you know what some days like I can't do it like no some days are pretty rough and it's hard and I need a minute it's sometimes hard to say that because it's like and you know the kind of person that I am I'm like okay you know we may feel that way but like we got to get the show on the road like we've got things to do and I think it's hard to admit, like, you know what, I need a break. At least I struggle with that. So, yeah, I thought it would be a good idea to just, like, talk about this. It's something that, like I said, I've been really, really struggling with, and I'm sure other people have too. And I just want everybody to feel like they are not alone in this because you're not. And there are ways to work through this, and we're going to do it together. And maybe I'll have like a check-in in a couple months and we'll just check in with each other and see how things are going. And it's going to be great. And I believe in you. I believe in us. And we've got this. 
Okay, so that was today's topic. I'm really glad we got to talk about that. Like, I know I just said that, but I'm going to say it again. I'm super glad that we got to discuss that. I think it's so, so important. And again, you are not alone. You never are. And yeah. So we're going to talk about I'm rattled. This is, there's only one this week. And all I do, I'm always like, energy, energy, energy protect your space protect your space let me tell you and let me be a cautionary tale as to why you need to protect your space and think about the things you're doing so where I went to college it was in this cute little town it was like one of the like colonial towns and they used to have this thing called second Sundays it's a cute little street fair moment second Sunday of every month super cute one day, my roommate at the time and one of our friends, we went, we got a couple things. I got these two really cute posters, both of which I still have. One of them's like a film one, and then the other, I kind of caught my eye because I had like pretty flowers on it, and it was like a kind of an advertisement for a market from like a really long time ago. Super cute. Whatever. They're framed in my apartment. I've had these posters since um, summer 2021, so that was summer before my senior year of college. You know, I think they're really cute. They've just been hanging up. No biggie. Great, right? Groundbreaking. You got cute decor. Anyways, so the other day, I'm moving around my room, as I usually do. Um, We've reached that time of year where the Znobia room revamp happens. So I'm really glad that I was here, that you guys are here for that. Um, the revamp is probably going to end in around January because I, I've got some plans, got lots and lots of them anyways. So I'm revamping my room, just moving furniture around. And then I look at this poster, the one with the flowers on it, not the film one. And I see like, oh, like market in the South end. And I'm like, oh, there's a South end in Boston. That's funny. I look at this, mind you, I think that I should have probably been looking at this poster in more detail. I've had this poster for two years now. Why is this the first time I'm reading it? Why is it that I saw something pretty and was like, yes, that's it. Like, you know what? That's a story for another time. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, there's a South End in Boston. That's neat. And then I keep looking and I look a little bit closer. Like I look at the fine print and I see an address and it's for a street that is in the South End. And I'm like, no, you're shitting me. So I'm like looking and then I see on another part of the poster, Boston Mass. And I was like, no way. Like, this is so ridiculous because let me tell you something about me. Boston, moving to Boston was not on my radar until about March of my senior year. So I bought this poster in June or July and then moved to Boston the following July. Boston was not on my radar. I had a completely different life plan. We can get into that in another episode because we don't have time for that right now. But I was just life was not like it was not on my radar was completely out of the picture like if you would have told Zenobia in June 2021 that she would be living in Boston right now she would have literally laughed in your fucking face like just no it wouldn't have made sense so I'm looking at this poster and I'm like oh my god this poster had been sitting in my room just throughout my entire like life plan changes and through everything and I never noticed that the poster was for a market in Boston isn't that insane like I was so rattled when I saw that I was like did I manifest that like what what was I doing like and also you know something was in my space that I was just like oh my god I didn't even realize like 
that it was. And when I tell you guys, like the things and the people in your place have so much power, like you need to be careful with that shit. Let me tell you, because I accidentally went and manifested something. You know, kudos to me. And like, you know, I'm glad, I'm very happy about where I am in my life right now. And I'm glad that I'm here, like just happy to be here. But I was looking at it and I was like, there is no way. Like I bought this poster, never even registered what it said. And then two years after I buy the poster, I'm living in Boston. Wow. I was so rattled. So that is why I was rattled this week. I just, I thought it was very interesting. I remember calling my mom and telling her. Um, So yeah, I just find that super interesting. So if you take away anything from this episode, be so careful about the shit you bring into your space. Like you protect your space. I mean it. Like you protect that. You don't let, like you don't let random energies enter that. No, you protect your space. So that's today's episode. Thank you for joining me. Um, yeah, we talked, we covered a lot today. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about it. I'm super excited to have some guests on so you can hear a voice that isn't just mine and we can go from there. Yeah. So again, thank you for being here. Just, I, I say this every single episode, but thank you so much to everybody that listens. Like, you know, I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate everybody that likes and downloads and shares and whatever, whatever, whatever it is that you do in order to support this podcast. I appreciate everybody who listens to me talk about my episodes and yeah, thank you guys. I literally couldn't do this without you and you guys supporting me 24 seven. So thank you. I feel like I'm just going to probably end every episode saying thank you 8 million times because I literally have so much gratitude for you guys. And I'm so happy that I am in the position that I am right now. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to see where this goes. I'm so excited that I have camera capabilities and that I'm learning how to use the camera and do all this stuff. And I'm setting up a space and like, I, I'm just so happy. Like, thank you guys. Even in the midst of seasonal depression and just like, fighting through like literally fighting for my life right now just trying to like get up in the morning and do it all like I am just so happy and so grateful so that's that thanks for tuning in um remember to spill tea all day learn more about yourself and make sure not to take yourself too seriously in the process I'll see you when I see you bye